Hey, good morning, my friends, and welcome to beautiful Surfside, California on this absolutely gorgeous Friday morning. We're getting you ready for a big weekend, and I don't know where you're headed, but wherever it is, I hope you enjoy the great outdoors in some way. It's absolutely beautiful here this morning. Sure, it's a little cold. Sure, I'm in my bare feet. Sure, I'm shivering to death. Just kidding. It's not bad at all. It is really beautiful, and you can see Catalina Island outlined there in the background as the sun is just rising right now. Of course, I wish you all a really great weekend. Hey, one way you can keep all this content headed in your direction. We're trying to produce more and more content on the Friedman Adventures YouTube channel is by joining us on Patreon. And now we've got some swag that we want to send your way, like morning briefing coffee cups, as well as Friedman Adventures hats. This is a Daiwa hat, but we have Friedman Adventures hats. Go to patreon.com, www.patreon.com slash Friedman Adventures and check it out. For as little as five bucks a month, you can help us to continue to produce lots more content. All right, let's jump into it because we've got a lot to go over with you. Of course, first of all, the story that looms over us all is the sinking of the bait boat out of Redondo. I talked to Jacob Moreno last night who was on board and man our hearts and prayers and thoughts are all with them but they came out of it okay in terms of everybody being safe and by far that is the most important thing what happened was jacob said the lazarette and the lazarette is the part of a boat usually located in the stern for storage it's a compartment filled with water and the boat rolled he said it just happened so fast and he's not exactly sure what happened. They had to swim to shore, and thank God, he said, they were off Topaz, Topaz Rock Jetty. They swam to shore, and as I say, everyone was safe. There was a drug test. Everyone tested negative, so so far that is good. But the boat sank, the Matador sank, just outside of the Topaz Rock Jetty. So, I mean, I talked to Jacob, and the one thing that impressed me about our conversation was that he was steadfast and saying that this is just going to be a blip on the radar and they are going to move ahead and keep pushing Redondo sport fishing. So all our best to them, best wishes. Thank God everybody was safe. No question about it. Hey, on the other extreme of things, Anthony Malfatano is a great member of the Freedman Adventures family. He took his kids out last night, let them drive the boat, let them have some fun and it looked like really a good time to us. Just out here crushing it with my five-year-old and my 10-year-old. <laughs> this is what my daughter's looking at. Bye, Bye Love you. All right, that was Anthony Amalfitano, and he was having a great time with his kids last night. Always good to see kids out on the water. A beautiful night indeed. All right, let's go south of the border. We'll head to Cabo San Lucas where my friend Sean Morgan, the crazy one, well, he's not that crazy, but he runs the wild insect down there out of Cabo San Lucas. Says fishing is still a little bit on the slower side down there. They've had some wind down there, and of course, the the great striped marlin fishing that they once had is giving way to some slower fishing. A few Dorado Sierras on the beach, a few rooster fish. They're in transition. They'll move into the spring. Spring can be a windy kind of situation down in that neck of the woods, especially up in the East Cape. 
but we'll watch it and continue to monitor it for you very, very closely. Now we get you up to the San Quentin area, 140 miles below the border, and they continue to catch some yo-yo yellowtail in that neck of the woods. Those fish biting on the 50 pound and on the iron, and of course, copious amounts of rockfish. So that also has been very, very good up there. As we move you up to Colinette, San Diego based boats like to go down there and catch all kinds of rockfish and some yellowtail. Also, it's been inconsistent this year because of the weather. There's been a lot of wind around, and that has made things more difficult. No question about it. But if you get a good weather weekend, man, I'll tell you, you're almost guaranteed of the rockfish. Then you got a shot at the yellowtail. And there's been some bluefin tuna reports from commercial guys that they're bumping around. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, it just seems like we go right in to the bluefin tuna season here in Southern California, making our fishery world-class right now. It's the envy of the world, and I know people are watching us because I get messages all the time from all around the world. I get messages from Taiwan, New York. I get messages from Costa Rica, from Mexico Lindo. I'm telling you, people are coming to SoCal to experience what we've got in our own backyard. Speaking of our own backyard, just for a moment, gray whale season. I would love it if a gray whale popped up in the background one of these mornings. That would be great. You're going to have to let me know because I'm looking at you. Hey, by the way, my thanks to Grace and Joe Martinez for this beautiful thermos, which I have my coffee in right now. So great whale season. In fact, Lori and Frank Savino enjoyed whale watching yesterday down in Ensenada, Baja, California. Had a great time for Lori's birthday. All right. Now, we'll get you into the Ensenada area. They've been catching big bonita out there by Punta Banda. Not bad at all. And also, they get copious amounts of rockfish. Blackfin sport fishing likes to go down to the Soledad Bank right off of Santo Tomas where they've had some excellent bottom fishing. Copious amounts of colorful, great-eating bottom fish. And, man, talk about a fish taco feast for the Super Bowl. That would be the way to experience it. No question about that. All right, so let's jump across the border. And uh, San Diego local situation has been producing some pretty decent sand bass. In fact, two great family members, Friedman Adventure family members, Dan and Kim. They were out yesterday, fished just outside of Point Loma and knocked down some really nice sand bass. Local boats down there have been picking off sand bass like the Dolphin, several other of the local guys, sand bass sculpin, whitefish. That kind of a thing going on. Of course, they can go across the border in San Diego. Rockfish is open. It's closed here in Southern California until April the 1st. But in San Diego, they go across the border. And some of the extended half-day trips do just that, where they're catching really good rockfish. And that is really great news. Again, we'll continue to watch that situation. Hopefully, we'll get into a surface bite here pretty soon, more so than like fishing that structured sand bass. Hopefully, we'll see some bluefin tuna here pretty soon. You never know when that might kick into gear. Hey, I forgot to mention long-range fishing. The boys down there like the Intrepid, the XL, the Independence, they're catching those yellowfin tuna in the 50 to 200 pound class. Not wide open, but a good scratch at them. And oh, occasional wahoo also being taken down there. In fact, more than an occasional wahoo. Some days they have some pretty brisk fishing on the hoop. Back to SoCal where there's beautiful ocean. There's a lot of surfers coming down here right now. It's gorgeous this morning. This beautiful ocean is producing that sand bass, not only in San Diego, but all the way up the coast. We see it in Long Beach, 
there at San Pedro on the Monte Carlo, up there in Redondo, up there in Marina del Rey, some pretty good bass fishing. Del Rey, as a matter of fact, fishes that twilight bite on Friday evenings, and Marcus Fain, he's out on a regular basis, had some great success. Nick Ramirez, he's also been fishing there on the New Del Mar, on the Spitfire. He's also on the city of Long Beach with great frequency, and they've been enjoying not only that good sand bass fishing, and when I say good, we're talking about less than a fish for rod on most trips, sometimes better than that. So you got to work at this. But I'll tell you right now, one thing you can fall back on is whitefish and sculpin. And they've had some pretty productive fishing on that up and down the coast, providing excellent table fare for the Super Bowl. So that's good news. Now, in the surf, we're seeing more and more halibut. In fact, there's been some good halibut fishing going on here recently. We'll continue to watch that for you. As we move toward our grunion runs in March, you're going to see even more and more of that. So hopefully we'll see that flatfish bite come on. Probably the best lure is the Lucky Craft lure for a halibut in the surf. But I have a lot of luck fishing that chrome crocodile. I've caught them on like a little chrome cast master. I like about a three-quarter ounce. That's a good way to get it done. Last night, Jordan Horita from Daiwa joined us in. He was fishing the inner bay uh, for uh, some spotted bay bass. Caught one small sand bass. We didn't spend much time at it. But um, he gives you an example of what kind of tackle you need to get into the inner bay areas, fish the rocky areas, catch yourself some spotted bay bass. Best time is at night. Jordan, what kind of tackle do we need? So right now I'm just using the Daiwa Saltus 3000, 20 pound braid, and then one of the Saltus back bay rods. Nice easy spinning rod. Um, I'm using a 10 pound leader right here. And then just a darter head with a little just fluke or something. And that should usually, that usually does the trick. Really an honor to have him on the Danny Cadota show last night. Danny put on another great show. Go back and listen to it in the archives. In fact, you'll be able to find it on Facebook on Friedman Adventures. So check that out. Weather-wise, look out. Tuesday afternoon into Wednesday. It is going to get downright snotty everywhere. The further offshore you go, the worse I think it's going to get. It looks like it's going to be pretty darn nasty out there. But even here on the beach, it sounds like we're going to have some nasty weather. So we'll keep our eyes on that. All right, don't forget, go to... Um, Make sure you stay in touch with everything. Thank God everybody is okay on the boat that sank there out of Redondo, the Matador. Lots of surfers walking down here to enjoy an absolutely beautiful morning. It is absolutely gorgeous. So we'll take care of that. Uh, take, uh, I don't know, we'll watch these guys go surfing. Um, in fact, I'll shoot some video right now. Patreon.com slash Friedman Adventures. Sign up today. Help us to produce more and more content for you. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great day, and I'll see you soon. Morning, guys.
Southern California, bluefin tuna bite is the envy of the world. Incredible fishing going on. Just check out this 200-pounder. They weighed in on board the Freedom out of 22nd Street Land. These two Pongero guys, commercial fishermen, they had been drifting for five days. Jeez. They said a cruise ship almost ran over them at night. Like, oh. literally, they could touch the side of it. Oh. Another yacht pulled up to them and goes, oh, we'll call. They, they were kind of, like, leery. They go, we'll call we'll call the authorities, and no one ever showed up. So yeah. we give them water, and these guys are just gut, and it goes right through them. Man. We gave them showers and clothes, and we call um, the Mexican Navy. They pretty much... You want to catch more surfish in Southern California, then you need to dig up sandworms because they are an outstanding bait. Find those little holes in the sand and then dig a hole. Cave in the sides and you'll find the sandworms. Nothing can resist them. This is not a translator. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you. I'm Desiree. Oh my God. Holy shit. I'm so happy. Oh my God. Phil, how the I'm hell did you do so, this? I'm so happy.